June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach is wasting the time of both the buyer and seller at every stage, especially when sellers are using shallow and outdated data. Your organization can overcome these challenges with technology that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to better outcomes, like more pipeline, higher win rates, and larger deals. We call this Deep Sales, and we've built the first Deep Sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Right now, you can try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com trial. That is linkedin.com slash trial for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com slash trial and get started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Jane Pauley, and this is Sunday Morning. It's Memorial Day weekend, a time for us to honor the men and women who made the ultimate sacrifice in service to our country. For any member of the military, it's a safe guess there may be no greater honor than to have a base named in their memory. But the stories behind some of the names may surprise you. David Martin this morning on What's in a Name. What was galling is that we would still have names of bases that represented traitors who fought against their country for the purpose of slavery. Some people are going to say, you are erasing history. Uh, What we are doing is commemorating the right leaders. Retired Lieutenant General Tom Bostick on stripping the names of Confederate generals from U.S. Army bases coming up on Sunday morning. He's a Hollywood legend with a political pedigree and a name known around the world. Tracy Smith catches up with Arnold Schwarzenegger. At 75, it seems Arnold Schwarzenegger has nothing left to prove. I don't have to hide any of my feminine sides. I don't hide that I love washing dishes. You love washing dishes? 
Yes, because that's the only talent I have in the kitchen. But once an action hero, always an action hero. Arnold, and what really pumps him up ahead on Sunday morning. Okay, give me a 10 like this. Ted Koppel has the story of a musician who hits the high notes in more ways than one. It's the kind of talent that stops the tourists in their tracks down in the French Quarter of New Orleans. And brings jazz lovers out of their seats at the Kennedy Center. How you get from one place to the other? Let's go for it. All depends on who's watching Sunday morning. Well, I about fell off my couch. Later on this Sunday morning. And more. With the deadline drawing near and word last night of a deal to raise the debt ceiling, David Pogue adds it all up. Rita Braver is talking with best-selling author Isabel Allende. A story from Steve Hartman and more this Sunday morning, May 28, 2023. And we'll be right back. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. We've been hearing about it for weeks now, for months now the impasse over raising the nation's debt ceiling. But what's really at stake here? Deal or no deal, why has it become such an old, familiar tune? David Pogue is our man with the answers. We're now one day closer to the deadline. We can get a deal tonight, we can get a deal tomorrow. The default is not an option. Last night, the Republicans and Democrats reached a tentative agreement I just got off the phone with the president. to raise the debt ceiling. We have come to an agreement in principle. We still have a lot of work to do, but I believe this is an agreement in principle that's worthy of the American people. For a topic that's been front page news for weeks, the debt ceiling sure seems to mystify a lot of people. Do you know what the debt ceiling is? No. No clue. Not at all. If someone were to offer you $100, would you be able to explain the debt ceiling? 
per se, no, I would not be able to. Well, good, because I don't have $100. <laughs> the debt limit crisis is complicated and wonky, and I don't want your brain to glaze over. So allow me to introduce it this way. When Congress and the President agree on what to spend, our taxes rarely cover it, but that's not quite the end. The Treasury can borrow from investors, that's okay. They know they'll get their money back, because we're the USA. But almost every year these days we spend more than we got. But when we ask to borrow more, we learn that we cannot. The Treasury says, sorry, there's no money on the shelf. You folks have hit the limit, one that you all set yourself. Now they can vote to raise the ceiling, wouldn't that be nice? But here's where things get awkward, cause the votes come with a price. One party seeks concessions, saying, this is where it stands. I'll risk a global meltdown if you don't meet my demands. One side is saying, give me what I want. And if you don't, I won't allow Treasury to issue more IOUs. And it's gonna explode the global economy. Laura Veldkamp is a professor of economics and finance at Columbia Business School. This is a disaster. It's an entirely avoidable disaster. This was a ridiculous way to try to save money. In the olden days, Congress had to ask the Treasury to borrow money every single time it passed a spending bill. But when World War I required a whole flurry of spending bills, Congress passed the Second Liberty Bond Act which lets the government borrow money whenever it wants, up to a certain limit. And until this weekend's negotiations, that debt ceiling was $31.4 trillion. Now, if you miss a payment on one of your loans, you're in trouble. But if the United States misses a payment, the entire world is in trouble. These IOUs function sort of like the money of the global economy everybody treats it as safe. Safe means you're going to pay it back. And so as soon as that comes into question, people are going to want some extra interest to compensate them for the fact that, well, I'll probably get paid back, but maybe not. And higher interest rates could lead to all kinds of chaos. That's going to make doing business much more expensive. This could show up as a decrease in the value of the dollar. If you like fruit in the wintertime, it will be more expensive all kinds of electronics, most of the apparel we wear is not made in this country, all of those things will instantly be more expensive. We cannot default. It would be beyond stupid. We could create a recession here. We could create a recession around the world. Maya McGinnis is the president of the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget, a think tank whose directors once ran agencies like the Federal Reserve System, the Treasury Department, and the Congressional Budget Office. What do other countries do? when this happens. The debt ceiling is not something that other countries use around the world. This is not common practice because it doesn't make sense. For instance, more of them have spending caps than we do. So you guys are nonpartisan. We are as nonpartisan as it gets and I'm a political independent. Okay, so as the debt limit has become a more and more toxic political football, is one party worse about it than the other? To generalize, of course, Republicans are more allergic to tax increases. Democrats are more allergic to spending cuts. But the truth is, neither of them really want to do anything that's hard. In this country's history, Congress has raised the debt ceiling over a hundred times under both Republican presidents and Democratic ones. 
But only Republicans have ever threatened to let the country default as a form of leverage. This, in my mind, has been the most dangerous debt ceiling standoff we've had. They are willing to really hold it hostage in a way that is more dangerous than I think we've ever seen before. In the latest negotiations, the Republicans sought a package of savings in exchange for their vote to raise the debt ceiling, like tighter restrictions to qualify for Medicaid or food stamps, and less money to the IRS for enforcement. Remember, these negotiations aren't about what to spend money on in the future. As Laura Veldkamp points out, they're about paying for bills that Congress has already passed. When you've already decided what taxes will be, what spending will be, and we simply need to pay the bills that are coming due, this is not the time to have that discussion. When you've already decided what taxes will be, what spending will be, and we simply need to pay the bills that are coming due, that's not the time to renegotiate. Washington teams with ideas to avoid these periodic debt showdowns. Maybe the debt ceiling rises automatically every time Congress passes a funding bill. Maybe we appoint an expert commission to fix the problem once and for all. Or maybe we eliminate the debt ceiling completely. As it turns out, we dodged the bullet, razor's edge, they got a deal. But is there a takeaway here? Even having done it, it was incredibly costly because you called into question whether the U.S. government would actually pay back the debt. And the very thought that they wouldn't will make it more expensive for us to borrow in the future because we're going to have to compensate people for the risk that this whole drama will play out again in a few years. Maya McGinnis of the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget says that we need a new playbook, but it won't be easy. The solutions are really hard. Fixing the budget deficit and debt mean we have to raise taxes and cut spending. Nobody likes that. Some of the things that you say, Maya, are probably unpopular. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes indeed. Do you get dirty looks at events and conferences? I do. Nobody likes to be reminded that somebody has to pay the bills, but somebody has to pay the bills, and we should really be paying our own bills instead of pushing them on to our children. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power the collaboration needed for teams to accomplish what would otherwise be impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software for everything, from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200 or 2 million. Atlassian Software is built to help keep you connected and moving together as one. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's in a name? When it comes to our nation's military installations, more than you might be aware of, as our David Martin will explain. What was galling is that 
we would still, in this day and age, have names of bases that represented traitors who fought against their country um, for the purpose of slavery. Retired Lieutenant General Tom Bostick is a member of the commission charged with renaming Army bases named in honor of Confederate generals. The way you say it, the next question is, what took so long? I wonder myself what took so long. Here in rural Southern Virginia, change comes very slowly. and We don't always embrace change. Billy Colburn is the former mayor of Blackstone, Virginia, the town nearest Fort Pickett, named after General George Pickett, who led the famous last charge of the Confederates at the Battle of Gettysburg. There are many people I talk to, many, and many of them are dear friends of mine, that are strongly opposed to it being renamed. Is that because they think the name of Pickett should be honored? You know, are there people here that still believe that uh, the South had a right to secede? I mean, I don't know anyone that says slavery was okay. There's none of that still around. Colburn is also editor of the local paper which covered the opening of the fort during World War II. Pickett was dedicated on the anniversary of Pickett's charge back on July 3rd, 1942, and they even picked the time of the charge. It was dedicated at 3.15 in the afternoon. The governor of Virginia was quoted as saying, Pickett stands with Robert E. Lee and Stonewall Jackson among the immortals. History tells a different story. 12,500 Confederate soldiers from three divisions attack to this position. Ends up being called Pickett's Charge, and it is an absolute and utter catastrophe. Retired Brigadier General Ty Sigile taught history at West Point and would take his students on walks over the battlefield. A little less than a mile coming up here. With no cover. And so they came in into this kill zone and just were slaughtered. What became of Pickett? Pickett survives, and in 1864, he summarily executes 23 U.S. Army soldiers. And after the war, he skedaddles to Canada because he thinks he's going to be hanged as a war criminal. The man who ordered Pickett to charge was, of course, Robert E. Lee, who quit the U.S. Army to command the Confederate forces. He's remembered at Gettysburg by this giant statue. The idea was that Lee was a hero. How ironic that a person trying to destroy the United States of America becomes the great American. Makes you wonder who won the battle. Yes, the United States Army won the battle, no doubt about it. But who won the memory of that battle? I'd say the majority of folks around here would tell you in a heartbeat, keep it picket. Danny Clary is chief of the fort's fire station, where you couldn't turn around without seeing the name picket. So how do you feel about it coming down? Sad. Uh, I understand why they're doing it, but it's, it's been here a long time, and it's going to take a lot of people a, a while to adjust. But it is now Fort Barfoot. After Colonel Van Barfoot, who received the Medal of Honor for his bravery in World War II. The first Army base in the United States to be named after a Native American. Congress can pass laws and commissions can issue reports, <laughs> but somebody's got to do the somebody's work. Somebody's got to do the work, that's right. Kyle G. runs the sheet metal shop, which has been turning out the new signs. You never realize how many there are until you start changing them. Fort Barfoot is one of nine Army bases which will no longer be named in honor of Confederates. Commemoration is about our values. It's about to inspire people. Who would stand up at in processing 
a lot of new soldiers to come coming to Fort Bragg and say, let me tell you about the history of this name. Braxton Bragg was one of the worst generals in the Confederate Army. This week, Fort Bragg, North Carolina will become Fort Liberty. Fort Polk in Louisiana is also due for a name change. Polk was the most incompetent general of the war. Fort Benning, named after a charter member of the Ku Klux Klan, has already changed to Fort Moore, after Hal and Julia Moore. He was the commander of American troops in the first head-to-head -head battle against the North Vietnamese. She forever changed the impersonal system, which sent regret to inform you telegrams to families of the fallen. Julia Moore saw this happening, and she said, not on my watch. I will personally deliver that telegram, and I will put my arms around that family member. It's not just base names, it's all the Confederate memorials and artifacts strewn across U.S. military installations. Were you surprised at the degree to which Confederate memorabilia is embedded in the Army culture? I was surprised. There were hundreds of things that needed to change. There's Lee Gate and, and Lee Housing Area and Lee Barracks at West Point. With all these names, about to disappear. Some people are going to say you are erasing history. The battles that Lee fought in will still be studied. So, so we're not erasing history. Uh, what we are doing is commemorating the right leaders. We're not going to end racism in, a, in one fell swoop, but this isn't a bad place to start. Thanks to ADT, our presenting sponsor. I enjoy true crime podcasts as much as the next person, but I think we've all experienced losing sleep when an episode hits just a little too close to home. With ADT, get 24-7 peace of mind knowing that your home is protected by the most trusted name in home security. With nearly 150 years of experience, reliability, and safety innovations, ADT is a tried-and-true smart home security system that over 6 million Americans trust. Equipped with the latest technology and the intelligence of Google, ADT provides comprehensive protection that you can manage from virtually anywhere. Whether you opt for professional installation by ADT Pros or easily set it up yourself, customize your smart security system to work for your home and your routine. With Nest cams and doorbells, set up intelligent alerts so you receive notifications on what matters most. Your camera can tell the difference between a person, package, vehicle, and animal, and will alert you when there's activity. When the most trusted name in home security adds the intelligence of Google, you've got a home with no worries. Go to ADT.com today or call 1-800-ADT-ASAP. Google, Nest Cam, and Nest Doorbell are trademarks of Google LLC. ADT. Brilliantly safe. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. 
Now and again over the summer, we're going to follow up on some Sunday morning stories we think worthy of an update. And to start us off, Ted Koppel shares a most harmonious ending for a story that has its beginnings on a street corner in New Orleans. The intersection of Royal Street and St. Peter in New Orleans is known as Doreen's Corner. As we reported back in January of 2022, Doreen Ketchens is a local institution. On the street, Doreen dresses for the weather. And most of the time, it's hot and sticky in the Big Easy. But there we were, Doreen and I, in Louis Armstrong Park, and Doreen got all dressed up for our interview. And maybe that's what prompted me to ask her where she dreams of playing someday. Kennedy Center, Carnegie Hall, Albert Hall. Albert Hall? Yeah, and then I can wear something shiny. So I'm sitting at home with my wife watching Sunday morning, and you interview Doreen, and you ask her, so where would you like to play? And she looked right at you and said, the Kennedy Center. Kevin Struthers is the director of jazz programming at the Kennedy Center. Well, I about fell off my couch. The next morning when I got to work, people were calling, and within a few hours, I had Doreen's cell phone. The first thing she said to me after she let out a little scream was, I should have asked for a million dollars. There she is! You can figure out where it went from there. We're so glad you're here. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you. We caught up with Doreen just a couple of weeks ago when she was about to make her Kennedy Center debut. I'll make you proud. Everything about the Kennedy Center is designed to impress. From its location on the banks of the Potomac River, with views of the Washington Monument and the Lincoln Memorial, to the scale of its grand foyer. Now that we are here, I mean, just soak it in, Doreen. A headline performer. Yes. Today. It's awesome. So what does that do? That shoots through me like lightning. It lets me know that it's not all for nothing. You can dream and you can shoot for the stars and you can get there. It's really cool. Soak it in. Yes, indeed, I'm soaking it in. In the afternoon, the band got some time on stage for a sound check. These are all top flight musicians in their own right. That's Stephen Walker on trombone. Dave Hammer on guitar. He's been with the band seven years. Herman Lebeau Jr. on drums, he and Doreen go back more than 20 years. And the gentleman with the big brass sousaphone, that's Doreen's husband, Lawrence. Doreen, by my watch, we're about 10 minutes to showtime. 10 minutes. You've been doing this for so many years now. Does it make a difference where it is, whether the gig is on the street in, in New Orleans or here at the Kennedy Center in Washington. Big difference? Mm, I'm so looking forward to, you know, just being better than even they expect us to be. I'm really looking forward to trying to hold that audience in my hands. You got a full house. 
Really? Sweet. It's showtime. That's jazz icon Dee Dee Bridgewater passing on some positive vibes. January 30th, 2022. Kevin Struthers is on stage now, telling that story again. Where would you like to play? And she looked right at him and said, the Kennedy Center. I called her, she picked up the phone, I told her who I was, she screamed and said, I should have asked for a million dollars. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Kennedy Center stage, Doreen Ketchens. For the longest time, jazz in New Orleans was mostly a guy's club. Female singers? Oh yes, but... Among jazz musicians, Doreen is something of a pioneer for women. And her long notes, a legendary watch. It's all over in what seems like no time. Doreen had said she wanted to hold the audience in her hands. Well, she and the band got a standing over. And Doreen got called back for an encore. participating and you're done you're listening to trying song. to tell you man it's something about it looking forward to the next sound of course <laughs> oh man let's talk about my mochi ice cream why because friends do not let friends miss out on something this good my mochi is premium ice cream wrapped in sweet soft dough and the flavors are amazing like my mochi double chocolate with rich chocolatey bits it's a chocolate lover's dream or don't get me started on my mochi strawberry ice cream it's cool creamy and bursting with natural berry flavor and the sweet luscious flavor of my mochi mango will send your taste buds straight to the tropics my mochi is gluten-free perfectly portioned and only around 90 calories per piece Taste the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream today. Find My Mochi at Walmart or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. 
Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. This Memorial Day weekend, we pause to remember one of our own. CBS News correspondent George Polk, who died 75 years ago this month. Stephen Portnoy of CBS News Radio has a profile in courage. This is George Polk reporting from Athens. Now back to CBS New York. You may have heard his name before, probably from the George Polk Awards given out each year for courageous journalism. George Polk was likely killed because of what he was bravely reporting. Here in Athens, the long-discussed Greek problem finally is being recognized for what it is, a Greek crisis. During a civil war in Greece in the late 1940s, George Polk depicted the right-wing Greek government as corrupt. At the time, the U.S. had spent hundreds of millions of dollars to prop up that government as it battled communist guerrillas. Our reporter had reason to suspect the Greek authorities were hoarding that U.S. aid. The legendary CBS newsman Edward R. Murrow called the World War II Navy vet a 34-year-old tall, tall lean, lean, blonde American full of courage and an insatiable appetite for truth. George Polk wanted to bring Americans the full story. As he put it in a final letter to Murrow, I'd like to get in touch with the persons who count. He aimed to interview the leader of the Greek communists. A week later, Polk's body was pulled out of Salonika Bay, shot in the back of the head. The Greek authorities tortured a suspected communist until he falsely confessed a role. He was sentenced to life in prison. But compounding that injustice, documents show U.S. officials conspired to suppress doubts about the man's innocence, a Cold War cover-up. Those of us who knew George and worked with him can never cease to be concerned about his murder. Today, around the world, journalist killings and detentions are sharply on the rise. The Committee to Protect Journalists says 67 media workers were killed last year alone. From Jamal Khashoggi to Austin Tice to Evan Gershkovich, reporters are increasingly being targeted because of the work they do for readers, viewers, and listeners, just as George Polk was targeted 75 years ago this month. It's important that we not forget. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. 
There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Steve Hartman tells us about the power of a dream. No one has ever attended Harvard Law School for its sparkling glass doors or smudge-free countertops. In fact, support staff here say most students never even notice their efforts, with one remarkable exception. He says, I just want to give you a hug and, you know, say hi to you. They say one day, this one student started thanking all of them. Thank you for what you do. And this is something very different. I'm like, what is this kid's angle? Food service worker Brion Merchant was skeptical. Before that, but once I heard his background, that's when it just all made sense. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you see us because you're one of us. Mm-hmm. For sure. That student is Rehan Staten. Before coming to Harvard Law, he worked in sanitation. My job was to refurbish the dumpsters. I've heard people literally point to me and point to my coworker and say, like, don't be like them. I think it just reminds me to stay humble and um, just remember I wasn't always standing here. Today, Rehan has not only maintained his humility, he has multiplied it. Earlier this year, Rehan started a nonprofit called the Reciprocity Effect. Its mission? To guarantee that from now on and forever, the support staff here at Harvard Law would not only be seen, they would be celebrated. This was the first support staff awards banquet, honoring in Oscar-like fashion, the custodians and cafeteria workers and everyone else who makes this place possible. The feeling of knowing that you are appreciated will always go a long way, especially for those who don't know that. I think that's what makes what Rahan did so special is because you didn't even realize how unseen you were until you were seen. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is kind of nice. Rahan Staten. In the coming days, a lot of graduates will stand high on a stage, a great vantage point to finally see all the people who lifted them there. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Look, it may take a while. I want to wait. There's a bench over there. I'll be back. Yes, he's back. Again. On screen and off, Arnold Schwarzenegger is very much back in action. 
Tracy Smith has our Sunday profile. Venice Beach, California has a kind of timelessness from the sandy shoreline to Gold's Gym, where you can see heroes past and very much present. On any given day, the gym's most famous patron, Arnold Schwarzenegger, will be here pumping up. Why come here? I'm sure you have a nice home gym. I have a nice home gym. How did you know? <laughs> I, mean, I, I like working out with people. Around here, he's quick to give pointers to anyone who looks like they need help. Anyone. You take the lower bar. Yeah, perfect. Okay, now let it all the way up. All the way up and now put it all the way down. Good. Okay, give me a 10 like this. As an athlete and a coach, Arnold, as he's often addressed, is pretty impressive. So we just saw you working out. You don't look 75. Do you feel 75? I would not know what that feels like. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I feel very good and I feel full of energy. Uh, but it's, I think the most important thing is to keep active and to keep the mind active. So I just, to me, uh, life is about living, not existing. And his life has become something of a legend. He's the poor Austrian kid who conquered the sport of bodybuilding. The movie star who, with his 1986 marriage to Maria Shriver, became part of the Kennedy clan. The real estate mogul who was elected governor of California. Congratulations, Governor Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger's films were often box office gold and a reliable font of one-liners. I'll be back. It's not a tumor. Hasta la vista, baby. In 1994's True Lies, Schwarzenegger plays an undercover CIA agent with Jamie Lee Curtis as his unsuspecting wife. Come on, baby. It's the inspiration for his newly premiered Netflix series, FUBAR, where he's again a CIA agent with family issues. The CIA destroys relationships. I've been waiting for a decade and a half to win my wife back. Now since I'm retired, going to stop us. 15-year-old divorce papers? She doesn't love you anymore? At an age when most people retire, Arnold Schwarzenegger is still an action hero. You're doing your first TV role ever in FUBAR. Why now? This is the first TV series that I've done. It was a lot, a lot of work. I've never really worked that hard in my life. And because, what? Well, television is just so much faster. You do like, you know, 10, 12 pages sometimes a day. But I loved it. I've never had more fun than doing this. But he says he's had to work through a chapter in his personal life that was less than heroic. In 2011, Schwarzenegger admitted to an affair with his former housekeeper, Mildred Bayana, with whom he had a son. The revelation shook his family and his public image. You had some things going on that especially women weren't too pleased with. Did you feel like you had to come back from that? I was not that concerned about coming back from anything. I was more concerned about just making sure that everyone is okay in my family. Because my kids were still young. So Maria and I, we really had to work on raising them together. And uh, my wife did a fantastic job with that. and We worked really well together. And so I'm... Um, we can be very proud of the job that we did under those circumstances. 
And you work really well together now, it seems. What's your relationship like with Maria? Well, she is, you know, my best friend. And uh, we talk pretty much every day. And, uh, you know, I respect her and I think she's a wonderful lady. He says his youngest son, Joseph Bayana, is like him in more ways than one. Joseph is following in your bodybuilding steps too, right? Well, every step. Joseph is into real estate, he's into acting, and he's into bodybuilding and all those things. It's kind of like the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> Do it. Do it now. There's a docu-series coming out soon that promises to be the most candid look yet at his past. But Arnold Schwarzenegger is also working on his legacy. I call for change. Change is never easy, but this is an emergency. And this emergency demands action. Earlier this month, the ancient walls of Vienna's Hofburg Palace echoed with a familiar voice. Build better, build cleaner, build now. Build, build, build. We can do it. As our motto here says, we have the power. Thank you For the past much, eight years, he's been holding the Austrian World Summit, a gathering with a goal to reduce the impact of climate change. Except he hates the, the phrase climate change. As long as they keep talking about global climate change, they're not going to go anywhere because no one gives a about that. So my thing is, let's go and rephrase this and communicate differently about it and really tell people, we're talking about pollution. Pollution creates climate change and pollution kills. Are you on a mission to save the world? I'm on a mission to go and reduce greenhouse gases worldwide because I'm into having a healthy body and a healthy earth. That's what I'm fighting for. That's my crusade. But Vienna wasn't all about work. The men at this table are his hometown friends. He's known some of them since he was six years old. So I bought them an iPhone so we could talk every week. Your elementary school classmates. That's right, yeah. And we have the greatest time laughing about it, talking about the good old days and what we are doing now. And the funny thing is also it's kind of like the health problems, you know, because when you get older, you talk more about that than when you were young. And so this is the kind of stuff that we end up talking a lot of times when we talk about health issues. It's funny, you know, when you get to be 75. So this is all like hundreds of years old, all this stuff. Yeah. It's so beautiful. You can take the kid out of Austria, but you could sense that this Austrian native was happy to be back on his home turf. And the people on the street seem to be just as glad to see him. Arnold! Okay, hey, how are you? Good to see you. You're looking good, looking all pumped up. This is Arnie. Yes, it's Arnie. Hi. Hi, how are you? He's been back to this part of the world many times. Last fall, Schwarzenegger, whose father was a soldier under the Nazi regime, toured Auschwitz. When you walk through a place like Auschwitz, you feel a tremendous weight. And in a series of online videos, he's repeatedly denounced both the Nazis and hate in general. How do we stop this from ever happening again? This is the old way of doing roads, cobblestone. On our ride, the former governor pointed out some of the charms of old Vienna. Right here. Just follow me. He also showed us a new piece of art, a mural of himself that was, appropriately enough, larger than life. So there's got to be something special about having this here in your home country. In Austria, I developed my dreams 
and the dreams of being a movie star. So in my days, I saw huge advertisements of, you know, Clint Eastwood's movies and John Wayne movies. And I always said, oh, wouldn't it be wonderful to be like that, to be one of those guys? You know, now you roll the clock forward a few decades and then you look back and you say, ah, there I am. <laughs> my dream became a reality. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger has said that most limits are illusions. Still, even with his boundless optimism and iron will, there are things even he can't do. Do you wish you could run for president? No, no, I'm, I'm finished with that. I, I would have run if I would have been an American born in 2016, because it's the only thing that I can't do in America. I, I would never complain about that. America made everything that I have achieved possible. So I'm not going to take this one thing and say, oh, isn't it bad and isn't it sad that I can't do that? Forget about it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Thank you for listening. Please join us when our trumpet sounds again next Sunday morning. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital edition wherever you get your books. Brighten your mornings with CBS News Sunday morning merchandise from ParamountShop.com. Shop mugs, sweatshirts, and t-shirts to start your mornings with style. Take 20% off at checkout with code SUNDAY20 at ParamountShop.com. That's 20% off at checkout on all CBS News Sunday morning products with code SUNDAY20 at ParamountShop.com. This is Stephen Colbert, here to talk to you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is our podcast of 
The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. I'm here with my producer, Becca. Becca, what can people expect on the podcast? The extended moments, for sure. For instance, if I'm talking to Tom Hanks for like 20 minutes, only 14 of that ever makes it to air because we just don't have time. And Tom's a jabberjaw. You know, he's a chatty Cathy. But it's all gold because it's Tom Hanks, and we put that on the podcast. We do. Yeah, that's value added. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.